Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Good Wednesday, one and all. It's Taz and the Moose with you. Back together again right here on CBS Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home? Rocky Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, bud? Outstanding. Hold on. Mic on. Uh, yes. Take two. I'm outstanding. Good, good, good. Except for the part about not turning my own mic on. That part stunk. But otherwise, I mean, everything's great. Yeah, I'll be, you know, basically everything's great. Which, you know, so. Good. I'm glad to hear right. it. Aaron Wednesday, Murray's going to join us. Yes, yes, you know, yes. You know, Downhill from here. Focus, Aaron Murray's right. going to join us a little later on the program. CBS Sports College Football Analyst has joined us before top of the third and final hour. So look forward to that conversation. Plenty of your calls at 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Oh. Attention, hotline fans. Thank you, Mean Gene. As we get it going, a little latest college football playoff rankings, yeah. Taz. And, uh, you know, pretty much uh, kind of, uh, I mean, for the most part, I mean, when you think about the big wigs at the top, pretty much stays the same with LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia as your top four teams. Alabama, even with the two injury um, you know, they did not affect their ranking, and the committee basically said they're going to judge them based on what they are right now. They're not going to be predetermined uh, moving forward here. They're 9-1, and one, and they're sitting at 5, Oregon 6. Uh, I saw their head coach, Mario Cristobal, getting interviewed last night mm. on the uh, on the uh, playoff ranking unveiling uh, show on mm. ESPN. Penn State uh, sitting there at 8, Utah 7, Oklahoma 9, Minnesota 10. Minnesota obviously falls uh, after their loss this past weekend. Yeah, that's the one, right? The Minnesota one. I mean, everything else is kind of, you know, I mean, Minnesota's interesting. You know, they, they go into Iowa. I, I was mentioning it last week. We were talking about how tough it is to go play at Kinnick to play against the Hawkeyes. And sure enough, you know, that that's what happened to, to Minnesota. It didn't go well. And here they are, they sit 9-1, and one, so they're not undefeated. And then they, what, what were they at last week? I think 8, I believe, eight. right? Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, what, your opinion? You think that's that's a right placement for them at dropping yeah, two because I mean, they lost to Iowa? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. You're good with that? Yeah, I'm, I don't have an issue with that. I mean, right. honestly, I, I think really when you think about it, you know, their hopes of cracking the top four are over. I think you're right. I think uh, I mean, to so, Iowa, Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think the, last week it was intriguing when you looked at the playoff rankings because. You still had Baylor undefeated. They lost to Oklahoma, blowing a huge lead at home. You had Minnesota. They were undefeated, and they lose, obviously, on at Iowa against the Hawkeyes. Um, so they're knocked from the ranks of the undefeated. So I think a lot of the intrigue when you when you judge it is kind of gone, right? I mean, you know, Baylor, for all intents and purposes, you know, they need to go undefeated. Yeah. They're, they're not going to go undefeated. They lose to Oklahoma, the first big test on their schedule. They still have Texas and uh, you know, le- left to go here. Moving mm. forward, Alabama loses their big quarterback, so I don't think they can win uh, a national <laughs> championship without Tua under center. Um, I really don't. Mm. I don't see how that's happening. Uh, now I, the, I agree. Yeah, and, <laughs> and now Jalen Hurts is wearing <laughs> wearing an OU on his helmet. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, I I think a lot of the sexiness and intrigue with these rankings and kind of a 
you know, a, a lot of the speculation kind of went by the wayside. I mean, there's still debated certainly about Oregon, Georgia, Alabama when you look at those teams. But at the top, I mean, LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson, um, you know, are certainly in any kind of order you want to put them in, the top three teams in the land, they're all still undefeated at 10-0, and 10-0, and 11-0 respectively amongst those three schools. And then you get into the debate about who the fourth best team in the nation is. And, right. you know, you could say, well, I think Georgia is based on what they've accomplished. I think Alabama is... You know, even with the injury to Tua, I think they should be the fourth ranked team. They're going to have Oregon supporters. But uh, a lot of the great intrigue and speculation now goes out the window with the two big losses this past weekend uh, by Minnesota and Baylor. Yeah, and, and still there's no there's no questioning the top team in the country is LSU at 10-0. and 0, And they're just, they're just the most well-rounded team from their special teams, their defense, to their offense. Quarterback Burrow's awesome. Um, you know, it's funny because I remember looking at, you know, in the something, what was it, I don't know, August, whenever it was, the preseason rankings, the projected AP poll, preseason rankings, and they had LSU, one of the, one of the polls was either like eighth or, or seventh, you know, and, uh, you know, they had Alabama and Clemson one, two, uh, and I remember that, but, but, um, but the whole thing went, went LSU, like, there was not a lot of, from the stuff I remember seeing in the beginning, or before the season started, a lot of love. For the Tigers, and so uh, I'm happy for them. That's that's great that they're sitting there like that. And look at you know, and, and look at you know, Nick's uh, Nick Saban, uh, Urban Meyer not being with the Buckeyes no more, and how well uh, that that Buckeyes program is sitting there too. There's no arguing that either. So I mean, I, I think that's great. And our buddy Dabo Sweeney's got his Clemson team in that third spot. So um, you know, yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. But I I think the middle of the pack is interesting. I think um, Notre Dame. Right, Notre Dame to me is something that you know. They're, what are they? Sixteenth, I believe. Right, yeah, sixteenth. They're eight and two. Notre Dame's interesting to me. I don't know why. I mean, I, I think a lot of people thought that Notre Dame would be better this year, right or wrong. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I really do. And and that they're, it's just those years of the great Notre Dame football teams. I, I don't know, man. They've been gone for like ever. <laughs> Not ever, but you know, for a well, long time. I, mean, uh, I don't know about. It. I mean, I they, they played. They played. In, they were in the national semifinals a couple years ago. How many years uh, they ago? They played for. A na- they played for a national championship within the last ten years. Oh, last ten years? You think that's like a? If it's the last ten years, that keeps you. You know. Well, what were they doing before that? Well, bef- well, I mean, you, you know, Charlie when, Weiss, and, yeah. and you know, they had, you know, they Lou had some respect. When he was there, you're saying, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, well, they, you they know, powerful, I, I think Brian Kelly's done a, I think Brian Kelly's done a really solid, good job. Yeah. Solid, okay. I give yeah, you solid. I mean, I, you don't think so? I don't know, man. I just, I, I'm always waiting for Notre. I'm not a Notre Dame fan. I'm also not a hater. I'm kind of indifferent on the school and the program. It's a great university academically. I know that great sports there. I know that um, uh, my son has a couple of buddies that that play sports there. So I I, I know about the, the greatness of the of the university academically uh, for guys and girls that go there and, and alumni. I know about all that. They have a powerful alumni. I know that big presence here in New York City with, with Wall Street. I get that the success rate of a Notre Dame student. I know all that. I'm just saying. I feel like Notre Dame. It's it's got that name. It's that 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 one of the blue bloods. I guess if you want to use a college basketball term, one of the blue bloods. Maybe maybe I'm exaggerating in college football. Would you disagree with that? Notre Dame football. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. So I mean, so if you're a blue blood, you should be in the top well, five I, I think all the time. Well, you know, I, nah, or I don't, four. You know, yeah, whatever. You know? I mean, I I think it's I think the landscape when when I think about blue bloods, I think about the history of the uh, of college football. I, I don't. I don't know if I necessarily put them there now in terms of 
when, when you look lost at, record, you're not saying blue. No, no, when, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they. I think they've been there in name recognition. I, I don't think the the program's been there. I think everything's changed. I mean, Notre Dame. They're you know what used to sell them. It was them and everybody else. They had the uh, national TV contract on NBC. They were on every week. Now everybody's on every week. Uh, you know, every. I mean, almost basically it feels like every college football game is televised in one way or shape or form. Right. right. So you can go out there and be seen. I think the special quality or nature of of Notre Dame football has kind of gone by the window. I I, I do think there's a you know a history to the program that's unbelievable. Oh, the tradition's um, great, and yeah, I yeah, think the, the tradition is great. Yeah. Is great, but do I think they're? I, do I think right now they're you you put Notre Dame in terms of on the level of a, a lot of SEC schools, Georgia, Clemson uh, in the ACC, but uh, Georgia, Alabama, say LSU in the SEC, Oklahoma's been a lot more successful. I mean, I think there are a number of programs that have been a lot more successful as late. I, I don't necessarily think Notre Dame is going to be a perennial top four, top five team. No, that's my point. I mean, and, and in the preseason ranking, they were ninth. I mean, yeah. so and here they are, and you know, we're week, week 12, whatever it is, and we're, they're at 16. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not sitting here trying to bash on hate them. I'm just saying they're a program because of their name, recognition, their tradition, their legacy, which is all well-deserved, the stuff they've done. But at some point, we got to realize – I mean, I think, it, I mean, maybe that point is here. It kind of sounds like you feel like it's a foregone conclusion. I don't want to put words in your mouth that they're not, you know, I mean, not that, not that they're ever, not that they're never going to be great again, but it's going to be hard because I don't know if a lot of kids looking to go there went, like you pointed out, the SEC schools or the, you know, like Oregon, how great Oregon is and this year and how they've been in the recent past. And obviously with those, all the swag they get from Nike, the gear they get and stuff like that and the crazy uniforms. That's always a big attraction, even though a lot of teams are doing that. Past couple of years and have copied them. We've seen that. But that's a big recruiting tool. I don't I don't you know, where Notre Dame is more the traditional with the gold helmets and they keep it simple, which is cool. But I mean, I think there's a cachet for the student to go to Notre Dame, especially the one that really wants to get a degree and work in his academics. Um, but I don't know, man. I it kind of seems like, you know, that it, it's a thing of the past because they just and Kelly has your to your point, he has done a solid job. He has. I mean, I don't well, hate him. I, I mean, I, just... I think I guess I, I have different expectations for Notre Dame than you do. I think that's uh, you know, what it is. I, don't, I think I don't, you're right. I don't yeah. look at, um, to me, I, I think, I, you know, if you want to bring up preseason rankings, regardless of school, I think they're dopey. I, I think he, to to start to grade out a team based on what their roster looks like or what they did in spring ball or based on what they did a year ago and, and build up a top 25 before you ever see a team play, you know, I, I think is kind of, I think it's kind of silly. I don't think you need well, to have preseason rankings from my perspective. So I look at the Fighting Irish, and they're sitting where they're sitting. The quarterback has not played particularly well. I think Kelly has has gotten this team to be in a from a, a program that was really fledgling and really struggling. And, you know, he's certainly uh, been able to, um, I would say, uh, generate, a, you know, generate a, a team and a program now that has uh, jumped the gap a little bit between them and, and the upper echelon teams. Now the qu- big question is to be a perennial powerhouse each mm. and every year. They have to take that step forward. They're not there yet. Right. No, they're not. Uh, I, and as far as preseason rankings, I, I quasi-agree with you. I do think you got to, my opinion, not, when I say you got to give, not you in particular, I think people got to give it a little bit of uh, respect because it is you know, built on what they did last year, even though kids do graduate, the coaching staff, and obviously recruiting. You know, I still think that's a big part, too. Because there's so much time put into these recruit, recruiting classes from the media, uh, the guys and girls who cover these college, these high school kids coming out into college football, 
that it, it could play into the preseason ranking, and sometimes they could be right on that stuff. I mean, I'm just talking about, like, Notre Dame. I, I think you hit it on the head. You know, I, I kind of expect more out of Notre Dame because every time you hear it, oh, the Fighting Irish, oh, my God, Notre Dame, oh, my God, you know, football Jesus, oh, my God, all this kind of jazz. And, and it, it's like, like Nebraska. I, I always was a Nebraska fan. Nebraska's another one. You know, I mean, and, and Scott Frost, they bring in their former quarterback. He comes in from, where was that, UCF? All right, they bring him in, and, and they're not even, I don't think they're even in the 25, top 25 moves. Right? They're no, not even in, And no. they just re-upped him. They re-signed him. Right, and, and they, they believe in him building up that, that program. It, it's going to take him time. Time, right, a guy right. that was at Nebraska before. I mean, uh, I, I guess I, I look at it where, you know, Brian Kelly, you know, the Fighting Irish were making, uh, you know, 2018, they were in the national semifinals. They got destroyed by Clemson <laughs> in that game. So it's not that long ago that they were right there two I, wins away. It doesn't even from, feel like it, but yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I mean, they were two wins away from a national championship. So, uh, you know, I, I, I look at I think Notre Dame should be where they're at. I I think when you, you look at it right now, it's, you know, before we, we last week we were talking about a lot of different names being a possibility and being refreshing. And I think when it comes down to it, it it's going to be a lot of the similar names battling it out with uh, maybe throwing, a, you know, an intrigue of an Oregon with Mario Cristobal. But the debate right now is, you know, Georgia, LSU and, uh, and Alabama and Clemson and certainly uh, when you look at Ohio State, and there's the potential there, there is a possibility or a potential uh, to where you maybe even have you know two or three, at the very least, two SEC teams in that Final Four. Yeah. That's a distinct possibility. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, there's definitely a great chance of that. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what with Alabama here. I mean, because like, and I agree with what you said earlier at the very top of the show here about you know be, two are being out now for the whole year. Um, yeah, it's just not. Yeah, I. I it, <laughs> this is just this is not the year for Alabama. That's pretty obvious. So they're not going to be in this thing. Um, I, I mean, I think the top two teams stay where they are. I don't know if Clemson's. Gonna, I don't think Clemson's going to move either. Top three teams too. But yeah, I think there's a chance that happen. I mean, Oregon could definitely make some noise at nine and one. Like as we get late here, um, they're you know they're 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 legit. They're they're really strong. I mean, so you know, I think it's kind well, of Ohio State's got a couple big tests left. As does LSU. So we'll see if the Buckeyes, who've got what Penn State, and they certainly have Michigan mm-hmm. uh, to close out the regular season. We'll see if Ohio State remains well, undefeated. Um, and uh, you know, Clemson. That's a very very easy ACC, which we ran through last week. Uh, LSU is going to have a stiff challenge when you look at the SEC championship game. Their big test was Alabama a couple weeks back, and they were able to pass that test down in Tuscaloosa. So, uh, you know, at the like of it, you know, the question would be: Should LSU, should Ohio State lose one of these two games? Uh, how greatly does that affect them? Uh, you know, should they lose to a Michigan? Should they lose a Penn State? Say to the Buckeyes, do they fall out of the top four? I mean. Can Alabama get themselves into the top four even without Tua? Can they go out there and beat an Auburn even without Tua? I mean, there's a you know those are the intrigues now here moving forward, and certainly teams on the outside looking in, uh, like in Oregon, uh, coming out of that Pac-12 where Mario Cristobal has done a great job of reestablishing them as an elite program um, after you know many years in which they've struggled here. Uh, can Oregon find themselves into the top four once again? It'll be with a, you know Herbert at quarterback. That'll be intriguing too. I think that's really, for me, what it comes down to. I think as all eyes focused on LSU and Alabama a couple weeks ago, my eyes now focus on Ohio State 
who just got done beating Rutgers by 35 points, you know, but they've got two big challenges cover. left on their schedule. <laughs> no, they did not cover, they cover but they've got two big challenges left on their schedule. Yeah, and I agree with that right there. And, and I do think they'll beat Penn State this week, you know, um, at home uh, in the horseshoe. But that Michigan game is going to be interesting. Yeah. Because that's on the road at the big house, and that's a big-time rival, as everybody knows, a huge rival, and anything can happen in these rivalry games. So that, And I agree 1,000% with you. That is a big, big, uh, big test uh, that's going to happen uh, for sure. I, I, I do think they take care of business against the Nittany Lions, though. I Your impressions of the college football playoff rankings, want to hear from you at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. It's Taz of the Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Sirius at XM206, the app as well. Make sure to check out the podcast, radio.com, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, each and every day. We appreciate all the love and support. Taz and the Moose with you, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. To Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Uh, What's going on? You got some mail? I don't yet. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we... I don't want to... It seems thin for an mail. explosive. Yeah, we, yeah. Bo- <laughs> we both get a lot of mail here on Taz and the Moose. Uh, Andrew, you too. And um, I don't want to say the person's, oh, I know what this is. I see the guy where he's from. I never met this guy. Is it a license plate? No. That's fun. It'd be a big license plate. Yeah. Well, you have a big car. For a plane, for an mm. airplane. This is bigger This is bigger than your What is that picture that you showed me? Which picture, Moose? The art picture. I love how he downplays everything. No, is that what it is? What is it, yeah. the picture you showed me? The picture the that the sketch. guy took four days drawing that picture? I didn't realize he took four days drawing. I, I I'm exaggerating, but the thing is unbelievable. He wrote me a long letter, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. It's that picture, Moose. That, that yeah, nice. <laughs> Andrew, did you ever see it? Very nice. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think you show, You turned your computer and showed me. Yeah. This guy's in, uh, but not. Nice. Letter's there beautiful. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Hal Han. Han I think his last name is. Yes. Oh, has or Hal? I don't know. But anyway, I, I think it's, yeah, as Hanley. Uh, I appreciate him doing this, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll shout him out on Nice, a media. piece of artwork. There you go. Yeah, Very so nice. It's an illustration, Moose. Yeah, you got to frame it. What What is the deal? I, I, I'm tr- oh, here we go. I wanted to show Andrew up on some personals. He'll respect it. That's badass. That is. So see, yeah. Andrew, that's like, you know what the half-face gimmick is? Yeah. The old gimmick with the paint. Right. When I was first broke in, that mm-hmm. was my gimmick. Mm-hmm. Tasmaniac. Who's that? That's Who's on the right hand? Who's the right side? The human suplex machine. <laughs> that's that's newer old Taz. Right. That's Taz from 90s and 2000. That's Taz from, you know, uh, early 90s, nice. uh, late 80s. Pete, which cool. Taz do you prefer as a Taz aficionado? I I prefer the uh, the new Taz. Me too. Which, the, the, the new Taz, which is still old. Right. 
Right. New old Taz. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He says, thank you so much, Taz. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, time for the uh, rub. I'm so glad you like the artwork enough to use it. I found uh, East W because of you. So this is a big deal for me. Thank you uh, from the Hanley family. Well, nice. thank you, Hal. You I go. appreciate that. Very That's very nice. nice. So it's all about, that's what we are. Moose, you and I, we give back to the audience, and we're good people. Good job, man. That's there you go. Do, you know? It's a nice piece. It is nice. Should I frame it? Leave it in the hallway here, you think? No. You should frame it and bring it home. leave it in the hallway? Yeah. Maybe Chernoff wants to put it in his office next to the big poster of Boomer Sison. I doubt that. No? <clears throat> I can ask. Pete? I always wanted that. <laughs> yeah. no, the guy got it for you. Why would he give it away? Well, I made it for you. All right. I'll keep it. My yeah, I, w- I would imagine you would keep it. If I were him, I would be insulted if you gave it away. Wrestling fans aren't like that. They're not like like. Well, they're not people. sensitive? They're not. They're not like that. They, they, most of them are just, they're just happy that uh, they're for what you give back to the business. That's the wrestling business. I, so if you gave that away, if you were like, here, Bilotti, take this, you don't think Howe would be insulted by that? Well, I wouldn't tell him. Well, you just said you you just said should I leave this in the hallway? I meant in a frame, like the frame guy it took up and four days. The, the guy took four days to make it. You're leaving it at a place of business. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm obviously joking. Uh, but, how? But I, I'd know. be I'd be sensitive <laughs> about that one. No, but walking inside wrestling fans, I, something like that, he, he probably would get a little ticked. I would, but, I would be bothered. But by I'm that. Not, I took four I'm, days to make you something. You're headed off. You're Bilotti. Take this home. No, but. But it's giving back to another fan of the We Over Nation. And Bilotti, well, he's not really a We Over Nation. No, he's not. I'm in a separate group. Yeah. My own group. Yeah, he's in his own group. He's in Bilotti Nation. Me Over Nation. Bilotti Nation. Yeah. No, We Over. Me Over Nation. Body Over Nation. I don't know what he's in. But no, I'm not going to give it away. But wrestling fans, believe it or not, though, if you do do stuff like that, they don't get, they usually don't get annoyed. They're usually pretty chill. I mean, most wrestling fans, they're, they're easygoing. They do appreciate what wrestlers have given for the industry. It's different than mainstream sports. It's a different deal. It's oh, a different no, feel. No, I'm, I'm not saying they're not appreciative. But if I if I took four days, say, out of my of my life to make someone that I that I love something, like, and that person basically takes it and says, oh, great job. Here, Bilotti, take this. Well, you're not a diehard wrestling fan, so you 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 probably would get annoyed. You're also a very I, I sensitive person. I think person. that's a human. I think that if, if I take something, I make it for somebody. <laughs> they give it away at the it's, first thing. Yeah. I think like human nature. You don't think you have to be a wrestling be like, fan. Son of a... I'd be like pound sand. Yeah, uh, you know, here, uh, that's great. Your body, awesome. take Thanks. this. Here you go. Yeah, like that's... little Moose had drawn a picture for John Riggins, who then handed it off to some John, John Riggins. Riggins fan. Little Moose would have been crushed. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's like when Lima Zilli blew me off at Shea Stadium. Remember that story? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How could we forget? Still pissed about it. Yeah. yeah but anyway, no, I, I, I won't give away the. I won't give away the. Uh, I won't give away the post. No, no, give it away. No, I'm not giving it away. Get out of here. It's, Thank it's, you, it's Hal. It's a beautiful piece. It of is artwork. a great piece. Of it has nothing to do with this show or an illustration. Yeah, it's an illustration. That's what it is. Let's get the terminology right. If you want, I could have him draw one for you, Moose. Uh, no, well, I wasn't a, a wrestler. So. You don't know how he draws it. He draws a lot, not just for wrestlers. He draws them for. Oh, does he really? Athletes. He draws them for. Um, narps? Uh, not narps. No. He draws them for. It was funny, though. He draws them for. Like, he does like um, uh, like Wolverine and like the, oh, the Marvel. Uh, the Marvel Superhero. Superheroes. Not cartoon characters. Not like, not like well, Jam, Tom and Jerry. They're not cartoons. Marvel Comics. What Marvel, is Wolverine super, real? No, he's a superhero. When he's Hugh not, Jackman he's, plays him, he's not real. Freaking Atomic Ant. <laughs> Okay, it's it, 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 you know, <laughs> Superman. I mean, really, it's, they're not cartoons. They're superheroes, sir. You know that. 
I have friends at Marvel. Please, don't insult the Marvel characters. I, you know I have big wig <laughs> friends over there. Don't do that. You know. oh, okay. That's like me talking about ruckus. You, oh, oh. That's the same thing. You don't talk about Marvel. Don't, don't knock Marvel. I'm, I'm not knocking Marvel. What are you talking about? My friends at Marvel, What are you please. talking about? You can't say Wolverine's a cartoon, dude. Come on. I watched his cartoon growing up. You did not watch his cartoon. I did. He's a superhero. It was on at like 3.30 in the afternoon. Hold X-Men. On. Wait a minute. That's can not be a both. cartoon. Wait, you guys agree with Moose that uh, the superheroes are cartoon characters? They can be both. They no, be both. come on. That's I Well, can't they just they have their this. own name. They're superheroes. Whether they're cartoons or it's Hugh Jackman with a glove on his hand. No, it's a but superhero. superheroes. Right, they but they won't be. But they began in comics, though. Yeah, <laughs> so comics. They, okay, you're so right. They were comics are different than cartoons. Comics they, are different. They, than well, now cartoons. we're just splitting hairs. Oh, no, no I'm. I'm I believe in animation. I believe in illustration. I believe in art, and and I have pride in this. And I and I and I will it, die. They in those can all hills, be the Andrew. same. Animation and cartoons and art can can be a cartoon. No, they yes, can't. it can. Well, it sounds like another poll. Sounds like that. <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need another. No, we're not doing a poll. Sounds like too confused. Anybody out there listening, call the show. Is, I thought, is, do you want more polls? Poll? Oh, no, <laughs> that's another call. Okay. Are superheroes cartoon characters? Eight five five two one two four two two seven. There you go. I mean, I, I, I'm surprised that you, uh, Moose. I'm surprised that you, Mike. But a lot of you said nothing. I'm still surprised that you. No, there's, <laughs> there's a difference. I just don't know what it is. I'll tell you what it is. That's great. No. That'll hold up in a court of law. No, I'm just saying it's not exactly a cartoon. Oh, yeah. But I, I know what, what, the, what it is. Well, I'm here it to help people out. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Taz. Can't say why, I, but I agree with you. Me over nation. Yeah. I, I know. I know the difference. Yeah, I'm here to help Pete. The difference is, and Pete's right. There is a difference. Most people don't know what it is mm. between a cartoon and a superhero. The superhero is tougher and cooler than a cartoon oh, character. It's about toughness. The cartoon character is about fun and jocularity. Uh, who's uh, tougher than Wiley Coyote? The dude got blown up all the time. A, ca- a cartoon is a type of illustration, possibly animated, that basic that typically is a non-realistic or semi-realistic style. So, okay. uh, superheroes, so, superheroes, real? No, yes. was, well, you're you're jumping onto the Google. No, okay, GTA. No, it's Wikipedia. I, I, I jump into my brain. Is I use my heart. Are superheroes real? So what does it say? When you Can't walk when, around and see Superman? No, but hold on a second. No, flying through the sky. No, no, don't be condescending. That's not nice. You're better than that. <laughs> You're no, being what, condescending. No, but what? No, so what does it I, say? It's my it, opinion. It, I watched it, the cartoon that had the X Men in it growing up. That was the 30-minute cartoon. Man, that you That was a 30-minute cartoon. I watched it all the time. Like the thing in the Hulk. with G.I. Joe? You're comparing the thing in the Hulk to like, you know, to like Heckle and Jekyll? Remember Heckle and Jekyll? They're all two different. Crows? Everyone's different. It's not Tom and Jerry and Mickey Mouse. Everything's a little bit different, but they're all, to me, under the same genre. Superheroes fight crime. Oh, boy. The baby faces do. The good guys. And they're tougher. And the heels. So like Tom the fights Jerry. Mm. Yeah, but that's fun. They're having fun. It's mouse, cat, cat, mouse gimmick. We Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. Yeah, Scooby-Doo fight crime. each other all the time. Those, those are not crime. Those are, Scooby-Doo was a crime fighter. He yeah. was a borderline superhero. They but all do different things. Not, I'm telling you right now, I completely there. disagree with this. I will die on this hill. So is G.I. Joe then in a different category mm. because he's a real American hero? <laughs> <He's> a, <laughs> he actually is. No, but you, no, we all laugh and ha-ha. But he actually is. He actually is in his own realm as an American. <laughs> tell you, but we have Sergeant Slaughter on. Call Sergeant Slaughter. He'll tell you. G.I. Joe is his own separate entity. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> and now for the national anthem. <laughs> All right, here we Yo, go. Silvio <laughs> Sam is going to exactly get up the Green Lantern. Yeah, I mean, I really, it's like I, you guys mm. just—I'm trying to see you people. You're here. trying to expand our minds. We but that's what it is. We can't the, do it. The we're too simple. We're, yeah. The creativity right. is is high here. Just not as high as my creativity. Oh. <laughs> that and my imagination goes on. If, if it just has a vast amount of distance. Yeah, right. You guys have a limit. That's the problem. And I, again, not to take this I, I off don't the bus. To be rude. I'm no, just, no, but I, but I think part of it is you need to realize our limitations. I do, like and I feel for you. Yeah, thank you for that. We're Thundercats superheroes <laughs> or cartoons. <laughs> Oh, that's a tough. That's a tough. That, now, Moose, now you no, were Thundercat. You took the gloves off on that one. That's a. That, what, about, man. what about Voltron? Well, I'll give you another one. Is Voltron a superhero or a cartoon? Hold on, I'll beat you though. I'll beat you. Ninja they Turtles. say they were Ninja Turtles. What? What about Ninja? Turtles? I think they're superheroes. They're a cartoon. They're well, it could be both. They're they, fighting crime in Manhattan all the time. Heroes in a half shell. <laughs> that's right. Turtle power. That's what I'm saying. They're superheroes. Heroes yes. in a half shell. Yeah. <laughs> Michelangelo, Nicolangelo. <laughs> Hardy so they're superhero cartoons. Junior, Hardy Nickerson Senior. What's that? Superhero cartoons. No, no. I, I don't like the word cartoon being encompassed with superheroes because it doesn't fit. Mm. It doesn't. I'm sorry. So you could go to Wikipedia, Nickopedia, Johnnyopedia. You can go anywhere you want. Right. I'm telling you right now, I know people at Marvel. If I haven't mentioned that before, I've been on and some of And you went in and had this conversation. I will now, if you want. I'll no, tell well, you what. you walked in and said, are you guys cartoons or superheroes? I would never be disrespectful to my friends at Marvel, but... But then how, what is it being afraid? You didn't really get the answer then. I could have the creative director of Marvel as a guest on this I, show tomorrow. I, uh, great. That's and then fantastic. you can ask him that question and he'll will. shut you down. I will ask he'll him. He'll shut you down. I will ask him. I'm just asking you. You keep on referencing that. I'm curious. Over a, over a hot latte, did you ask him what what <laughs> would latte. you... What is Wolverine? No, I didn't, and we didn't go for lots. Half man, we half Wolverine. We actually went for roast, roast beef sandwiches. Very nice. That's what we did. <laughs> with uh, Catch's Deli. So ooh, great spot. I know, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that that's and then then we went up to the and went to the headquarters, Marvel headquarters, and we did some on cameras with cool. your boy. Yeah. Very cool. They have these life size, um, all kidding aside, these giant things throughout the office, these huge office buildings, right? You can imagine two floors of Manhattan. Dude, these like of uh, X Men, of uh, Wolverine, of Spider Man, giant like um, I don't know statues. Uh, they look like real, like the real deal, man. Like in a costume, so it's not a statue. It's not like it's not made of like uh, pottery, whatever you call that, cement. Not cement. What do you call clay? Is that the word? <laughs> granite. Begging someone help me. Give me some it's kind not, of not marble, silestone, I didn't see it. Corian, something. I'm hitting you with every stone there is. No, it's it looks more life size. Uh, you know, I, this is beyond that. You, you people, are, I, I can't. we can't understand. No, life, no, no I'm no, sure. No, I, I, no, we, I built statues too. If I was worth like five billion dollars, just I, I, I'm trying the to Wolverine. talk. I'm, I'm trying to bring a whole different feel. We, we got to break down, you know, we got to break down the Wizards game. I mean, I'm trying to give you a different feel here. You know what I mean? I'm trying to give you a different feel of what happens at Marvel. They're the best. Then you got DC Comics, okay? Comics. They have their superheroes, too. Right. They're just not as cool. From as 92 to 97, uh, Christopher Da was the definitive Wolverine voice for many Saturday morning cartoon viewers. Oh. Ouch. 
Uh, you know Sounds what? like a win for Moose, but somebody who's in, keeping score? I, I have to be honest. To be transparent, somebody in production was talking to me in my ear, so I didn't hear that last sentence, that little zing. What was it? Repeat it, please. Uh, they referred to the X-Men series as a cartoon. Who said this? There was an article, a Hollywood reporter. Oh, they don't know nothing. They're fake. It's a right. work. That's all a work. You can't go by them. That's like pro wrestling websites. Hollywood reporter. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Uh, Bogus, how are you? Hey, guys, I'm I'm really good. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, the NBA is whole again. Carmel- even got a, even got a ruined superheroes for me. <laughs> and now I got Mikey B telling me the Wizards didn't play. Like, I, I, this is what I'm dealing with here. It's you unbelievable. Know, right. The Wizards didn't play. <laughs> you know what's on the Cartoon Network? Uh, here we the go. Superhero Squad starring Wolverine. <laughs> is it really? Yes. That's on the Cartoon Network. Network. All right. I didn't know that. I'm going to be honest with you. So I only apologize. That's on the cartoon. I, cartoon. I, I, I didn't know that. Network. That's a one. Let me expand the mind a little bit. I'm going to give you that one. <laughs> Raise the creativity level. Here. <sighs> yeah, what'd you do? Creative. You went and read something on the internet. That's I, what you did. I educated myself. No, you didn't even know it. You had to go read it and search it. That, and well, I apologize. You, how okay, do you, you got how the do information. You, how do you know something by osmosis? Or no, do you by sit there, experience. watch, and read. No, by experience, by life experience. I asked That's you how if I you know asked the guy at Marvel. You said no. You ate roast beef sandwiches, <laughs> and the square and you stared at statues. <laughs> and you said I could get them on tomorrow. I mean, you said I was at Marvel, but you basically sat at Marvel uh, doing some video clips, eating roast beef sandwiches, <laughs> and staring at twelve feet statues of Wolverine. Dude, they were cool. But I'm, I'm telling you this right great. now. I'm going to tell you this right. I'm not. You know, I take back. And Mike, I know everybody here loves guests on the show. I am not going to allow and subject my friends and my upper upper management friends from Marvel to subject them to this 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 soirée we have going on. Yes, yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, <laughs> that is a word. Yeah, I didn't know that about the Cartoon Network. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, that's uh, I didn't know that. What's, what else, Andrew? What else uh, yeah, you might have heard Carmelo Anthony back in the NBA last night, starting for the Blazers in New Orleans. Here's Simons with it. Speaking of younger stars, holding on to it near the logo, gives it up to CJ, swings the left for Melo. Melo takes a three from the side. It's good. And Carmelo Anthony, with his first points as a trailblazer, is a triple. Travis Demers on Blazers Radio. Those were Portland's first points of the game. Melo scored seven more in 24 minutes. He had only yesterday morning shoot around to get used to his new team. Angel, look. Hey, hey, that's you and Matty Marvel. Uh, the Blazers end up losing to the Pelicans 115-104. LeBron, 25 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. In the Lakers, 112-107 home win over the Thunder. James, the first player ever with a triple-double against every team. As you guys laid out to start the show, nothing changed in the top seven of the college football playoff rankings. LSU, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, still your hypothetical semifinals. Alabama, Oregon, and Utah still waiting to jump in. Selection Committee Chair and Oregon AD Rob Mullins said it's still too early to adjust the tide because of Tua Tungavailoa's hip injury. College Hoops, fourth-ranked Kansas, topped East Tennessee State last night, 75-63. Number 6, Maryland, handled Fairfield, 74-55. And number 7, Virginia, got by Vermont, 61-55. The Miami Dolphins yesterday waived running back Mark Walton for another legal issue. This time, Walton accused of punching the woman pregnant with his child. Walton was already serving a four-game suspension for multiple off-season arrests. 
Hockey last night, the Islanders beat the Penguins 5-4 in overtime, extending their point streak to a franchise record tying 15 games. U.S. men's soccer beat Cuba 4-0 in the Cayman Islands. They end up winning their group in the CONCACAF Nations League. The semifinals not until June against Honduras. And across the Atlantic, Tottenham Hotspur. They play outside over there? They played outside, and they played on a field that looked like a municipal park around here. I mean, it was disgusting. Really? Big chunks of grass everywhere. There was like a discus pit. I mean, it looked like playing on a high school field, but really? in the Cayman Islands, so it was even less well-kept. Did you watch the whole game? I watched 10 minutes, and it's already 3 nothing. so I've moved on. <laughs> you really watched it? Um, I mean, it was. I remembered it was on because I saw a tweet about it, so I put it on and saw it was 3 nothing, and said, okay, that's enough. Wow. Yeah. Uh, all right, well. Sorry. It was in between hockey periods. There you go. I'm yeah. done. All right. See you guys next hour. All right. Are you leaving? You. That was it? That was, that's yeah, that's a really it. rough ending. All right. The Gronk big announcement. We'll get into that next. It's Taz and the Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. Attention maggots, rise and shine. This is Sergeant Slaughter from the WWE, and you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Don't touch that dial, maggots. And that's that order. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Stupid song. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, that's right. On this Wednesday morning, uh, coming up later on in the program, Aaron Murray will join us, CBS Sports College uh, football analyst. And the big announcement yesterday by Rob Gronkowski. No, he's not returning to the National Football League. Rob Gronkowski will be having a, a basically, uh, his big announcement was that he's going to have a big Super Bowl party oh, uh, down in Miami. Uh, you know, Gronk Beach. Uh, you know, Diplo will be there. Uh, who else will be there? Flo Rida, Rick oh, wow. Ross. So uh, Jackalone. the stars are lined up down there in uh, in South Beach for the Miami Super Bowl in early February. Rob Gronkowski, who's enjoying it. I mean, he talk about you going to go? enjoying you going? life. Are you going to go? No, 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 not going to be down in Miami. But are you going to go? I actually am not going to go, but I'm going to be in Miami in January. There you go. Possibly, I should say. I'm, but yeah, so but I will not go. Even if, if dude, I'll be honest, if I was right in Miami, like right next to where this beach party is, yeah, I'd actually get in my rented Harley Davidson and truck back uh, to my hotel and get away from this stupid mm-hmm. ass party that this guy's going to have. Uh, he's enjoying life. Oh God. You know, he, he does this little, everybody, a lot of people had a feeling it was going to be something stupid like this. Let's be honest. People thought, some folks were hoping he'd go back to the Pats or go, I told you, I heard him on Sunday. Uh, he was he was teasing that he was going to the Dallas Cowboys and that type of thing. He's just, you know, he, it's like he tries to play with the audience, but he's like really bad at it. I mean, he really is. And and I don't know. I, he's, 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 to me, he's trying too hard to be frat boy Jones, to be, to be, um, you know, to be uh, uh, trying too hard to be funny and trying too hard to be goofy. You know, big part, life of the party, pounded beers, keg stand Jones. Isn't that though him? I don't, I don't know. know. Is that really, to try? Do you think it? I don't know. I mean, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't think. I think he's faking it. You think that's really how he is? Yeah. You might be right. Yeah, I you think do. That, yeah. Okay. I do. I mean, that's. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. 
Uh, that's who I, I mean, that's who I think Gronkowski is. Uh, you know, I think he enjoys himself. Uh, you know, he had the Gronk cruises at one point in time, him and his brothers. Remember that when he was still playing with the New England Patriots during the course of the offseason. Uh, he is a guy that uh, certainly loves to enjoy himself. Uh, saw that firsthand at Belmont Park when his horse uh, that he bought oh. part ownership in, Gronkowski, a number of years ago. Well, that ended up that. finishing second yeah. uh, to justify him and his uh, beautiful girlfriend at the time. Uh, we're right there, right next to me. So they yeah, broke he, up. He enjoys himself. They broke up. Yeah, did they break up? I don't know. You said his then girlfriend. Yeah, I don't know if they're still together. So I, I was just kind of qualifying it. I'm not sure if they're still together. All right, uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. So uh, that's why I threw it out there. Um, but yeah, I, I, listen, I, I I think there are a lot of people. I I, I mm. think he's doing what a lot of people. Do. He he played hard. Now he he worked hard. Now he's playing hard. He made himself a lot of money. Uh, now he's joined him, enjoying him, his life. Um, you know, it doesn't look like he's rushing back to the National Football League. It looks like he's in tremendous physical condition. He's lost a lot of weight. It looks like he's not dealing with any kind of day-in, day-out pain. Uh, something he talked about when he got upset, when he was talking about his uh, endorsement of CBD a few months ago. Uh, remember we talked about that at the time? I, I think he's doing what a lot of people wish they could be doing. That's just sitting back, relaxing, enjoying life and taking things as they come. Um, and he's afforded himself that opportunity because of how good of a player and how much money he's able to make with the Pats. You rent through the litany of guests from Rick Ross, Flo Rida, and all these guys, Diplo. I don't know if you mentioned the fee. Did you mention the fee for this? No, I, I did it's, not. It's no. $150. It's yeah. $149.99 for the event. So I'm just saying this is not like some freebie Jones thing here. No. This is him. He's selling tickets like a promoter. Uh, for a beach party. So, uh, you know, I mean, most guys that are party guys, frat guys, they don't charge tickets to their events. Well, that's I mean? not true. Frat parties, you charge money. You get it. Well, you've been to more than me, so maybe you're right. I mean, yeah. it's not yeah, $149, sure you're right. but you're paying for a cup and you're paying to get some beer. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. I get you. I feel <laughs> you. I'm saying. But, it's you not know, 149 bucks, but... I mean, Taz, you're he's, going, got, he's got acts there, musical acts. Well, so I guess see, that's right. I mean, you know, you got Flow Rider. You got, uh, you know, I saw what three or four acts I, that I ripped off there. Cascade's going to be there. Uh, there you go. There's another one. Did not mention yeah. that. Three so, La. Yeah. So you know Three La. Uh, I do not. No. I don't either. But they're yeah. going to be there. Yeah. Uh, but so you have that kind of a party going on. You're not going to walk into that for free. So it's going to charge you. I thought it was free. No, I, I, you really did. I, I'm not kidding. I thought it was free. That's what party guys do. Let's throw a party. That's the guys I knew back in their two parties. Nobody charged no money. So it says basically it's going to take place. If you want to go, anybody, Pete the Buy, I know you're intrigued. North right. Beach Band Shell between 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. And you get the, the tickets. Let's help them out, Moose, at gronkbeach.com. There you go. 150 hammers, which will include a luau theme with fire twirlers and hula dancers. Nice. Yeah, he's right in the middle of that. Gronk, he's going to be in the middle trying to steal a show, pounding beers. He was with the Lakers dance team the other night out in Los Angeles was doing he? the dance routine. Yeah. You're a big Gronk fan, aren't you? He's just all over the place. Yeah. I like, I, I think, I don't understand how you can not like Gronkowski. He's a, a fun I hate loving, the Patriots. I, That's but put why. that aside. Okay. If you just look at him, the person. He's a fun-loving, good-natured guy. There's nothing not there's nothing not that that is not engaging about Rob Gronkowski. He's a phony punk. That's what he is. Okay. I don't think he is that. <laughs> For hundred k, you can get Stop. the ship package. Really? So Which you I, go on a cruise? A twenty tickets on stage VIP table. Gronk will visit your uh, stage table. A bunch of different drinks, waitress service, and hotel at the Wynn VIP dedicated 
private wow. VIP bathroom. Man, really? So <clears throat> I wonder if he's got maybe he has some financial issues. No, I think he's just cashing in. I mean, you really think a lot of people are going to go and do this thing, dude? Really? Uh, I think that, I, I don't know about 100K, but I, I think there'll be a lot of people that show up and pay $150. Yeah. Where's the Buffalo's fan base? New England? Is that agreed upon? In the, in the, the states up in New England, uh, you know, uh, uh, in Vermont, in New oh, Hampshire, Connecticut, I, Massachusetts. Well, right? I think you'd probably. I think that's easy to say because he was a patriot. That's why I'm saying it. I'm bringing it up for right. a reason. I'm trying to make a point. <clears throat> My point is, yeah. So most of his fan base, if you, I don't know if you're agreeing with me or not. I thought you would. Um, <clears throat> is up in New England in the New England states. So are they going to fly down to Miami? What's the date again? Uh, this is Saturday before the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a Super okay. Bowl party. So it's right after the holidays when people are broke. So they're all going to fly down to Miami and hang out and watch Gronk drink they're beers all down and dance there for the, the Super Bowl. It's NFL fans. People down so in Miami love to party. So he's piggy. I know that. So he's piggybacking on the Super Bowl. No doubt. I yeah. understand. Yeah, it's a Super Bowl party. I understand. Yeah, that's what I mean. Everyone's down there already. All right. Now instead of going to someplace else, whether it be the commissioner's party or something like that, that you go to like the fun. Gronk Beach party. Commissioner's party is a good time. You've been One there? Out, yes. One really? hour down, two to play with. Taz oh. Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.